Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, grateful for this opportunity, and I think we've got a message tonight that will hopefully touch your heart. I'd like to start with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we love you. We're grateful for all you've done in our lives. We pray that your spirit will be with us as we share a story tonight that with for me and my guests that will have your spirit with us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm grateful to have Catherine Butler tonight. Hi. Appreciate you being Thank here. You. And I know this can always be kind of a nervous situation, and but it's uh, it's fun to be able to share and hear stories. And you're, it's interesting. You were a convert to the church. You were born and raised, I guess, for a while as a Southern Baptist. Yes, I was. Tell us about your life as a Southern Baptist for the. Well, um, growing up, um, to me, it was more of a hellfire and brimstone thing, and I was scared uh, to death yeah. most of the time, <laughs> and. Um, so I just kind of, when I got older, and uh, just walked away from it. Oh, okay. And uh, I married a man uh, that I went to high school with, and. Um, and was he LDS? He was not. He oh. was. Um, uh, he was kind of his. His mother was Roman Catholic, and his father was LDS, and they just kind of threw their hands up in the air and said, "Forget it." So he wasn't <laughs> really anything. Oh. So we really didn't have anything in our marriage, and uh, we divorced. Um, when we'd been married 10 years. Oh. And then I remarried a, a, a man that was LDS. Oh. And, but he was, was inactive. Was he here in Salt Lake? He was or? in Salt Lake. Oh, okay. And, uh, and he, but was he was inactive. He was inactive. Oh, okay. And his family uh, was very active. Oh, his okay. brothers and their wives and his parents were very active. Did you ever sense from him that he felt a lot of pressure from them to get active? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt that. Um, oh, you did too. But he never. He never pushed that on to me. Oh, okay. And then when we'd been married a year in 1989, mm -hmm. uh, sister missionaries came to our house. My son was uh, in the ninth grade, and oh. they actually came to see him. And uh, so <laughs> I went and I invited them in. Yeah. And I was ready to listen to the message. Listen to <laughs> them, but really, I, you know, I thought my Southern Baptist upbringing would would save me. But um, as I listened to them, they just made it so inviting, and um, they were wonderful girls, yeah. and um, and I ended up being the first one baptized. Oh, you were. So, so. so come and visit the, the young man, your, mm -hmm. your son, and then and you end up uh, feeling like the church is true, and you prayed about it, I guess. And... I did. You know, I had... Um, the thing that families could be together forever yeah. was uh, sounded just wonderful, and um, that it, that was really enticing. And then um, the word of wisdom really made sense to me, mm. and I really felt guilty that my boys had not had any religious okay. uh, upbringing or faith, and I really wanted to get them into something. Yeah. Um, uh, 
I had a hard time at first with Joseph Smith. That took a lot for me to accept that. Um, just as a man or as a just prophet? Just as, as a prophet, or, and that, that he could do that, that a young boy could have those visions and, and, and have the Book of Mormon presented to him, and he translated it and all that. That took a lot, but they pressed me to um, pray about it yeah. and pray about it, and if I had that burning sensation in my heart, then I would know the truth. Mm -hmm. And I prayed and prayed about it, and I finally accepted it. And I knew, the family knew that I was taking the missionary lessons. Yeah. And of course, so they were, were all very, thrilled. And they were very husband excited. was happy about it. He, at first I, I asked him, I says, how do you feel about me taking the missionary lessons? And he says, well, I think it's about time. Mm. So he was ready to come back oh. into the church. An interesting thing, though, is if you are praying about it and you don't get the warm feeling, what would you say about that? Is it your fault? <laughs> I don't know because yeah. I I just you did get I just got that feeling, yeah. and I don't know if it was telling me not to do that or what. But I at the time I thought, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do this. So you ended up having mm -hmm. this testimony of Joseph and mm -hmm. Book of Mormon and yeah. the prophets. And then, and and then everything. two weeks later, um, uh, my two boys, uh, my one son was in the ninth grade, and my other son had just uh, completed his first year at Dixie College, oh. and they. Were baptized, they were and by baptized. that time, my ex-husband, my husband was um, gotten his act together, oh. and he was able to baptize hmm. the two boys. Yeah, so. and so actually, after a year, then you prepare yourselves and go through the temple. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yes. Wow, how was that? Experience? Well, it was you know. Right off the bat, we got emerged in the church really strong, and I was called into primary, and and he was. Um, teaching some classes, but with, before we even went to the temple, he was called into the elders quorum presidency, mm. and I was called into uh, the primary presidency. Wow. And so they really pushed our lessons really fast. <laughs> you and moved so right along and did. got active. And, and, and I can remember now uh, them telling us as this couple that went with us through the temple that, you know, it's, a lot of this stuff is not going to make sense to you. It's going to seem really strange, and you're not going to remember a lot of stuff, but just bear with it, and it's going to become natural Keep to coming you. back and you'll yeah, learn. And, and you'll learn and it's yeah. just a growing experience. And we had our endowments first yeah. and then two weeks later we were sealed. Sealed in the temple. And I remember so, that's two week period between that and, and being sealed. Uh, there was a lot of things happening. It seems like we were fighting all the time and uh, <laughs> just arguing and things in our life just wasn't going was well. Was that proving the church was true because Satan wanted to get you? That's that what, what we you thought. thought. That's yeah. what we thought at yeah. the time. So. <laughs> So was it a strange experience going it, through yeah, the temple? Yeah, it was very strange. We went to the Salt Lake Temple. Yeah. And that was very strange. And I remember having the conversation with uh, the lady that was taking us through and preparing us that um, that these are the halls that Jesus was had walked in and oh. had been spotted. And, <laughs> been so. Seen in the temple. Yeah. Huh? Okay. So that's an interesting yeah. whole other story, I suppose. Yeah. So you active now for a period of time after the going through the temple? Yes, I was active for 16 years. Wow. And Held lots of callings, right? I did. I, I had most of my callings were in young women after I, I was in primary for a couple of years. And yeah. then, uh, uh, you know, I served as the... the the sports, women's, a girl's sports, oh, whatever yeah. that's called now. And then I... Take them to camp? Did you? Well, I, I did camps? do that when I was in the stake, young women's. Oh, you were in the stake, young women's? Uh, yeah, I was presidency? in the stake, 
Young Women's. I was oh. the, the secretary. You went so. on Pioneer Track or something I did a couple too. of times. I yeah. did. I went on two. Yeah. And um, I was over the food. Yeah. And, uh, and that was an experience, you know, that yeah. we did two of those. Background that way. Yes. What uh, was that a good experience? And did you? It was. Feel the spirit and feel. Well, like you know, I worked really hard. Yeah. But we got to go through um, to Independence Rock and yeah. and some of those places and Rocky Ridge and yeah. Rock Creek and stuff. And it was, you know, worked really hard. But it, we were with the youth, and there was like 350 people. Yeah. You know, and it was. Well, I don't want to move but, too much forward, but. I've been thinking about the, this heritage that I have as well, a pioneer heritage, and then, of course, when you go through these pioneer treks, it's kind of reenacting what and make, having you more appreciate what they went through. But I've thought, you know, that's wonderful, and these feelings that you were feeling about Joseph Smith or the Book of Mormon, and I felt as well, those things just don't make the church true. You know, they right. the, the heritage is great, and the pioneer heritage, mm -hmm. and and so on, and having those good feelings about your ancestors and your heritage, but it just still doesn't make the church true, does it? No, no. <laughs> as we uh, will eventually learn and talk about a little bit more as we go along. But So you're active, and <clears throat> what happened to kind of break that up a little for you? Well, in um, 2002, um, my marriage began to break up, oh. and... Um, and I turned further and further to the church, and that's when I was called to stake on women's. And uh, my now ex-husband, he uh, he just went away from the church. And uh, oh. so for about a year, I was just totally, totally even stronger in the church. I mean, they were my family, and they helped take care of me, yeah. and uh, and that was great. Um, in two thousand and uh, Five, um, I started uh, dating my next door neighbor, oh. and he was uh, uh, he was uh, a very Christian man. Oh, Christian! And we were just friends, and he had lived next door to us forever, and yeah. uh, we just kind of became friends, and we just doodle things together. And uh, he would start talking to me about the Bible, and uh, was he a born again? Christian? Kind he of was, yeah. but he was originally not from Utah. And oh, he was okay. not raised in the church, but um, but um, his brothers and sisters were, but were Christian. Began, and he began he, sharing with yeah, you. Yeah, he did. He began sharing with me. And he never questioned me at first yeah. about my faith. And he knew that I was LDS and that it was really important to me. And now we were would, you, I'm sorry, go ahead. And at that time, when we first started dating, I was released from Stake Young Women's. And then mm -hmm. I was called to uh, First Counselor in the Relief Society. Oh, wow. in and the ward. In the ward, mm. and and he would go to some functions, uh, you know, to dinners yeah. and breakfast and stuff like that, and Christmas parties, mm. and then he started inviting me to come to some of his events, and I went to like a Christmas party or a Christmas program that they had at his church. At huh? his church, yeah. and and then I went to a couple of concerts, wow. just uh, some of the Christian concerts, and I never listened to Christian music. Before, before <laughs> you know, like Caleb or any of those, yeah. and I'd never even heard of it really. Yeah, right. And so I started listening to that, and I just was really impressed with that, and I really loved listening mm. to that music. And so I went off the um, sounds of 
Sunday or whatever it yeah. is now and, and went to, to K-Love and the Voice of Truth and everything. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, interrupting there before, but uh, were you trying to encourage him to become a Latter-day Saint? I was, I was, and I thought, you know, I will... You'll show him the truth. I'll show and, him the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and we had discussions about the Book of Mormon and about uh, the Bible, and um, he started pointing out little things to me and that you uh, probably never noticed no before, that I huh? never noticed before and I just started me wondering and um, then I just started <laughs> studying the Bible yeah more and then um, I would ask some questions in gospel doctrine doctrine classes oh, dear. and I would was told that um, this was not pertinent to my salvation, that there were things that were yet to be revealed, and probably yeah. new books that would be to be revealed. Come forward, yeah. And that, um, you know, <laughs> that just to trust that, that in, in just the Lord, trust and, and, and that's and the current prophets would, and, and so that on. Would yeah, be what happened. In the meantime, I we started um, while we were dating, uh, doing some things with this couple from uh, his church, which is Shadow Mountain Church, and. Um, and she was having uh, small groups, women's Bible study in the basement of her home on Tuesday nights. Oh. And she invited me to come. And Russell didn't, my husband didn't invite me, but, uh, but she did. And so I started going, and I was still going to the board. And I thought, well, you know, Bible study, that's not going to... That doesn't seem too har harmful. No, it's not <laughs> going to... So I just um, started going to that Bible study, and there were several women there that had come out of... Uh, Mormonism, oh and then uh, then they also started talking to me about uh, born again Mormon, yeah. and just little things, and it just got me to wondering. And then as I sat and listened to these women, about twenty or twenty five women, and their stories and and their testimonies, I just uh, I was just really um, wanting to know more and more, and. You realized you probably didn't know all there was to know about the right. LDS side and, of it. And even. I was learning about uh, more about grace and mercy and yeah. uh, the pure love of Christ. And um, and then I had as as my uh, as we were still dating, and uh, it came kind of to a head after a year. Yeah. And it had to go one way or the other because I was not going to be with a man that was not a righteous and godly man. Yeah. And he certainly was not going to continue, <laughs> you know, to um, to date someone that did not have his faith. Oh. And um, and we started talking, and he started giving me this whole spiel, and I thought he was nuts about, you believe in a different Jesus. And I'm just like, what do you mean, what a different you? Jesus? <laughs> There's just one Jesus. And then he started talking to me about, you know, and I says, well, Jesus was, you know, our eldest brother, yeah, yeah, and Satan, yeah. and how Satan Satan's went off, and, 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 um, that he had to come to earth he had to, to get a body. He had to get a body before he could go back again, yeah. and that, and that we were all there, and then we had to come here and, and and, and get a body and and he just started pointing scripture out to me and, and more scripture and about having and confronting me about how if, if we were faithful and true and were worthy and we could reach that highest level of glory and that maybe one day we could be as God and I just uh, 
the scriptures that were in Isaiah 43, where it's, you know, I am God. There I was am God. There's and there are no, no one before God. me, and there's no one after me. Right. No one and beside me. And I am your me. Savior. Yeah. And that just really hit mm. home. That really hit home to me. And then the whole story of how Christ, um, how Mary became pregnant. The virgin birth. That yeah. was, I never knew that the church taught different than what. That God came down and actually had a physical I never, I never knew that. That was never yeah. taught to me. I never knew that. And yeah. that just really, that just. It's certainly not what the Bible no. teaches, is it? And then, and then I just, and I was continually going to the temple and still doing my callings. And, um. Oh, you were all this time. All this time. And going to the Bible study. And I was. And then I started going to church with him to the first service at Shadow Mountain. And then I would come back and go to our block and our ward. Did you start seeing some differences? I, I started <laughs> seeing the differences. And I started seeing the differences in, um, uh, in what the prophets were saying. Um, and it just didn't make sense to me anymore. No. And, and the hymn kept going through my mind, praise to the man, praise to the man. And I used to love that song. It was this, you know, Yeah, I know. And I'm thinking... It should be praise to Jehovah. It is. And I'm not, I'm not giving glory to where glory is due. Wow. And, and then I'm thinking it got so hard. I don't have to be this worthy. He's paid for our sins. He paid for our sins. I don't have to work mm -hmm. at pleasing him. I want to do what he would do want me to because do. I love him, right. but I don't have to do it to get to heaven. Wow. And, and that, that was a big slap upside the head. And doesn't it mean so much that Jesus or God would come to earth when he didn't have to, 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 to do this for us? That, and you know, and that, that's so amazing. And, and another thing that really I never could understand was why we never talked about the cross in the Mormon in church. the Mormon church. We, we never talked. We talked about the atonement in the yeah. garden, yeah. and we saw the movies and and the the videos that they played in yeah. in class and stuff. And Jesus bore the cross and everything, but we never went beyond that. And I mm. could never understand that. And yeah. to watch the movies and see how he suffered, it you know, it just it breaks your heart. Well, and the and, blood sacrifice yeah. was what. The Jews were looking, or the Israelites were looking for Jesus to come forward was uh, the blood sacrifices of their animals. And so it was the blood sacrifice on the cross that was our payment for, for his payment for sins. Well, we you know. We never understood that. It, did we? we never did. And it was just uh, when it finally hit me, I was, I was in um, the Bible study with the women. This born again moment you had? I did, I did. I just, I just went in my heart and I just felt such a love for the Savior and I just felt so ashamed because I had been teaching all these young women for years and years and oh. and these women in Relief Society all the wrong concepts of faith and of grace and of mercy and I just I did the same thing and I just had to ask him right there God please Please forgive me. Forgive me. And just please forgive me and that I may be able to help someone oh. that 
has gone through this, I, you know, yeah. and that was a hard thing. Well, we, in we introduced the show as comparing relationship of Mormonism and the religion of Mormonism with the relationship with Jesus. There is a difference, isn't there? There is. There is. And, you know, I, I, I bought it lot, stock, and barrel for so long, and I, you know, I had an experience where I, I met when President Hunter died, and yeah. he was my favorite prophet. He was always so kind, and he was just so, just a kind man. And when he passed away, uh, uh, my husband, who I was married to at the time, he, he, uh, his grandmother passed away, and his grandmother's grand grandmother was Mary Alice Cannon Lambert, and she was the daughter of George Q. Cannon. Wow. And I used to portray her, Mary Alice Cannon Lambert, in different wards and different oh. activities in the dress, and I would tell her story and her testimony and everything. As a pioneer. As a pioneer. And so, and her family home was where that mortuary was downtown. And um, So they were there together? They were there together. Wow. And so we were at the viewing, and we knew... Uh, one of the funeral directors, and he came up and he said, would you like to see President, President Hunter. Hunter? He's downstairs. So we went down, we had a private viewing with him. He wasn't dressed yet. He was still in a hospital gown and they were, and the guard was there and then they allowed us to go in and he says, you can touch him. And I remember just smoothing his brow cross and I felt really strong right then. I thought he surely is a prophet. So there was no doubt in your mind that, that you time, had a testimony yeah. of the prophets and the Book of Mormon and and the testimony of the church. Yeah. But when your eyes are opened, you just can't deny you can't. that Christ is a different Christ and that the gospel that the Mormons teach of works is just not the true gospel of Jesus Christ. That's true. Yeah. When I, when so I, you're going to both these meetings? <laughs> I did, and finally I just like, this is it. I've got to, I've got to take care of this. And so I went to the bishop and this was the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Oh boy! And uh, in two thousand, that takes some courage, doesn't it? Because you're stepping back and six, stepping back yeah. and kind of saying, "Okay, I know this. This is not right." What happened? So I, I I went to my meetings and I asked the executive secretary or yeah, whatever executive it is, secretary. and um, I says, I, "I need to see the bishop today." And he says, "Well, I was just coming to tell you that bishop." wanted to talk to you oh boy. and so I figured okay Lord's pushing me here and, yeah. and he's lit a fire and um, and they knew that I was dating Russell. Uh, the, my husband yeah. my soon-to-be husband next yeah. door and uh, so I just went in and I told him I says I really need for you to release me from my callings I says I just can't believe that Joseph Smith is a prophet I cannot believe that any longer and he says, well, let's just sit down here and read the Book of Mormon. And I said, no, I can't. If he's not a prophet, then the Book of Mormon is not true. Yeah. And I says, I just can't do this any longer. Wow. And he tried to talk me out of it. And so I left and went home. And that evening I called um, uh, the Relief Society president. And she came over and talked to me. And I, I told her what was going on. And I says, I just can't go on anymore yeah. and I feel like that Jesus is my savior and um, I want to serve him and I want to give all the glory to him and and she talked to me for a while and she says she says I may get in trouble for this too she said but I 
I believe that you're sincere. I know that you have the spirit with you. Wow. And so she says, and thank you for being my friend. Wow. And, nice. and the bishop had already called her, of course. Yeah. And then um, um, the next day, uh, the stake presidency called me and asked if they could come and visit. Yeah. So they came the Wednesday night. You were a little apprehensive about that, I'm I sure. was, <laughs> and I was nervous. But uh, about half an hour before they came, uh, Pastor uh, from Shadow Mountain called me. I had filled out a communication card that I wanted to be contacted and that I wanted to accept Jesus. And he called me, and I know it was a totally a God thing because he called right at the precise moment, and he asked if, uh, and I says, it's so amazing that you just called me. I says, because the state presidency is coming to see me. He says, are you alone? And I says, I am. He said, um, do you need me to come? Do you need? And I said, no, I'll be all right. I mean, these, these are my neighbors. These yeah. are people I've known for years and years that I loved, you know. Yeah. And they came, and he and pastor said a prayer with me over the phone, which I'd never had never anyone. Never heard before. I'd never heard no. of someone praying over the phone <laughs> with me. And they came, and I sat and talked with them. And, um, and we talked about my ex-husband and about the life that he had chose to live. Yeah, yeah. And they thought at first I was leaving the church because, he, because he had uh, let go of our temple marriage and just yeah. kind of went off on his own. And so, uh, and I said, no. I, I have found someone that I truly love that is a, a godly and a righteous man. And you've turned your life over to Christ. Yeah. And the Bible's opened up. And, oh. and so they talked to me for a long time, and they says, we, we don't hear anything from you that, uh, that we would not welcome you back for, okay. except Joseph Smith and the yeah. Book of Mormon. <laughs> and, and so I had my temple recommend, and I handed that back to them. Mm. And the bishop was really concerned that I was out there with the temple recommend, that I might do something oh. with that. Catherine, I hate to even cut you off, my dear, but we, it's gone so fast. It's gone so fast. <laughs> but I know you have a joyous walk with Christ now. I do. You go to church regularly, and you love the cross, and you love Jesus, and it's different. It is different, yeah. and do it because you love Him. Yeah, and you serve, and, and He's paid for our sins, and this relationship with Christ is joyful. It is. Well, praise you, and thanks for sharing your story. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm so thanks, glad I Catherine. got to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see you next week. Good night. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an Ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Thank you.